Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Old McDonald. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> and I am RJ. Uh, did you guys see F9? No, is it out? Yeah, it came out what? last week. Oh, man. I have not. Pretty fantastic. I gotta start living my life a half mile at a time so I know what's going on. Yeah. Damn. Gotta get that dick out. Gotta get that dick out. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty I great. I didn't know it came out. Like, I don't know if movies are coming out now because of the whole... They're in theaters the, now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. All right, I might have to go see that. Did you it, see it? Yeah, it's worth it, for sure. Oh, it's a return to form because the last two were uh, directed by two other people and then the previous director who's directed a couple of them justin lynn he yeah. came back and made this one and yeah. it's it's uh there are fans that complain about the fast and furious franchise because they're kind of going off the rails a little bit <laughs> yeah um and then there's fans that are all in on them going off the rails and this is like they're listening to both sides oh hell yeah, yeah. so it's pretty great ever since i found out that they incorporated Tokyo Drift into the whole like uh, oh, yeah. the Man. like the lexicon of the movies. Yeah, and it takes place in between five and six. Yeah, it takes place the in the one. future, <laughs> and they didn't mention it until movie six. Bow Wow in the future. Yeah, like it was. I was like, oh yeah, I need to see these. Time has not been that kind of Bow Wow. He's in F nine. Same with okay. the other dude from Tokyo right. Drift. Um, the oh. talks with the southern accent, dude. Oh, he's back? Oh, he's back. Oh. <laughs> Damn. All right. I'm all I'm all in, yeah. as he would say. <laughs> he had the worst southern accent. That's just the way he talks. Sure. Sure it is. He's not acting. No, yeah. I think he's fucking Australian. <laughs> and he's just trying to be Christian Bale. He's like, yeah, nobody's going to know I'm Australian because I talk like a real southerner. <laughs> In Tokyo, Tok- I'm a I'm an American in Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was awesome though. All right, so this is episode 52 of the podcast, and this is uh, Devin's mix. Um, Devin, why don't you explain your mix? Well, you know, um, it's called "Who Are These People?" You question know. mark exclamation point question mark exclamation mm-hmm. point that's i <laughs> looked up the transcripts for jerry seinfeld's act from the 90s and that's how he had it written <laughs> so this is a, an homage to jerry seinfeld mm-hmm. um yeah i was uh i heard one of these artists somehow i think somebody posted one of their other songs and then I looked up the artist. People have other songs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was the that was the interesting part that like brought me into this. And uh, then I looked up the artist because I was like, I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard of her before. And it's like something from the nineties. I was like, oh, that she did that song. <laughs> like, I know that everybody knows that song. I've like, there's one hit wonders, but. There's these one-hit wonders where I've never even heard the artist's name mentioned in my life, for the most part. I think there's one on here that I had heard the artist's name before. But, uh, yeah, I was just fascinated with all of these one-hit wonders that nobody, like, they didn't do anything afterwards. Nobody wanted them to do anything afterwards. (laughs) 
And uh, but I feel like everybody knows these songs. Like, did both of you know every song on this? Every yes. one of them. Okay. Every Perfect. goddamn one of them. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So, did you actually uh, the title of this? Is it based off of Seinfeld? Well, uh, yes, but only because um, I was just like thinking to myself, "Who are these fucking people?" Not then, because of one of the songs on here. No. Oh, okay. What did I do? Did I make a, mis- <laughs> or a, a happy accident? You, did, you have you make happy accidents all I the time do. on these mixes. Fuck! I did that before too. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> RJ and I put so much work into these things. <laughs> it's just my genius at work, you know. It's my yeah, special ability. Watching Seinfeld and just like listening. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, who are these people? Yeah. I just typed in one hit wonders and took the first five songs off of it and made a mixtape <laughs> out of it. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Um, all right. So, yeah. Who are these motherfucking people? That's what I want to know. I still don't know. Uh, I purposely didn't look them up because I want to find out dude, in real time. Good. Because, like... <laughs> I the first song is the most convoluted thing ever. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I so the uh, I didn't know which version to put on there. Yeah. <laughs> because they're like they're the same song but it's a different artist releasing the same song under a different name and it's like who fucking does the song? <laughs> I don't know. No. Well, yeah. We'll get into it. All right. Um RJ, what were your thoughts going into this mix? Didn't know who it was, but then I, I kind of got a little snippet before we left last podcast, and I was just like, oh, I've heard that. I've heard that. Okay, I see where he's going with these. These are all probably one-hit wonders. Um, but I didn't have a clue who anybody was on here. Yeah. I got a question. Mm-hmm. Um, do either of you have a better alternative title for this? I know I didn't ask you this before, but I'm just well, curious if... My other title is pretty great. Okay. Which is, <laughs> is this what you call 90s? That's, Ooh. That's what my other title is. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Like, now that's what I call 90s? Yeah, but it's... But is, is this bits? what you call 90s? Yeah, exactly. The fuck? Okay, I like it. <laughs> I got no idea. I always wonder that when I make the titles. Like, some of them I'm not too sure on, and some of them I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the best option that I have. But this is the best I can do. Yep, this is all <laughs> I got. I put... My blood, sweat, and tears into compiling these five songs. I can't really figure out a good name for it, you know. Ooh, you could have called it One Hit Blunders. Ooh. That's a name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about something from that thing you do, The Wonders. Yeah. But it was The Oneaters, and I was like, that's too convoluted. Like, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. It was just going to be called Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... I yeah, I mean, good luck with guessing what our favorite song, least favorite song, and Ooh. favorite band is. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this one even counts because it, not for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like they're they're all. If you like one of them, you like all of them. If you hate one of them, you hate all of them. So <laughs> I don't even have like I'm not. Does it? Do you have a favorite artist of them? I feel like RJ would. I don't. Okay. <laughs> All right. For RJ, I'm going to say favorite song. Do I need to put these in? Oh, I could I remember okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Favorite song, one. Okay. Least favorite, four. That's your least favorite one. Um, in the favorite artist, ooh, I don't know. Uh, five. One, four, five. One, four, five. All right. Yeah. All right, let's get into these fucking people. All right. Track number one here. Dumbest title ever. Tom's Diner. Tom's Diner. By a couple people. We'll say it's DNA sampling Suzanne Vega. Yeah. It's like a Dido M&M thing, right? Yeah, yeah something you know? like that. Yeah. Um, and DNA is even confusing, that title. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, off of the album, Tom's album. From 1991. Okay. This might be the third version of the song. I don't know which version it is. Yeah. There's, I don't know. (laughs) Um, It's three minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, So Tom's Diner is a song written in 1982 by Suzanne Vega, who was first released as a track in January 1984, issue of Fast Folk Musical Magazine. Sounds like a pretty cool magazine. When first featured on one of her own studio albums, it appeared as the first track of her 1987 album, Solitude Standing. So five years later, it came out on an actual album. It was later used as the basis for a remix by British group DNA in 1990, which reached number one in Austria, Germany, Greece, and Switzerland. The 1991 compilation, Tom's album, includes the DNA version as well as cover versions by artists such as After One, Nikki D, and Bingo Handjob. Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> Parentheses, them or him. R.E.M. and Billy Bragg. Wait, Bingo Handjob <laughs> is Billy Bragg playing with the band R.E.M.? I guess so. Bingo Handjob. <laughs> you got it. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. It was also used as the background soundtrack for the opening scene of 1993's Untamed Heart. The Tom's Diner of the song is Tom's Restaurant in New York City, a mid-20th century diner on the corner of Broadway and 112th Street. Singer and songwriter Suzanne Vega was reputably a frequent patron during the early 1980s when she was a student at nearby Bernard College. The diner later became famous as the location used for the exterior scenes of Monk's Cafe in the popular 1990s television <gasps> sitcom, Seinfeld. Fuck. <laughs> Look what I did. It's ironic. Yeah. Isn't it ironic? Damn. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? <laughs> A little too <laughs> ironic. Suck <laughs> my <ear>. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the song begins with the narrator stopping at a diner for a cup of coffee. The song mentions reading a newspaper as well as seeing two women, one who enters the diner and one who stands outside in the rain. The who ringing of bells <laughs> at a nearby cathedral causes the narrator to reminisce about an unnamed companion and a midnight picnic. At the end of the song, the narrator leaves the diner to catch the train after the coffee is finished. Uh, Vega wrote the song based on a comment by her friend Brian Rose, a photographer. 
1990, two British record producers under the name DNA remixed Tom's Diner. So two dudes who are producers are DNA. Yeah. (laughs) The people on the Spotify page are not DNA. (laughs) It's a different thing. Different. I think there's like three different groups included in that DNA listing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's funny because uh, I got a notification that uh, Verse put out a new song. Hmm. The hardcore band Verse. The DNA remix? And it's not Verse. Ah! It's some hip-hop dude who's calling himself Verse that Ah! somehow got released under the hardcore band Verse. And it made me really irritated. Yeah. It's like, fucking Spotify, get your shit together. Yeah, that happened with some other generic named band that yeah. I listened to. I was like, like uh, I think there's a another version of the band Dads that's mm. like a mariachi band. Mm. Yeah. Papa Casano, Casano also is a like a Peruvian band or something, mm. and also a Tennessee folk emo band. Mm. Oh. Um. <sighs> Let's see here. Uh, Tom's Diner grafting Vega's vocals into a dance beat from soul to soul and turning her simple ad-libbed outro into the song's driving hook. So that was just an outro on their original song that they're mm-hmm. like, we're going to use this as an intro. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then let's see here. Uh, there's one little piece I want to say. Uh, the remix became a much larger hit than Vega had with the song, originally peaked at number two on the UK singles, um, and it became one of a handful of tracks to chart on the ten on the top ten of both the modern rock tracks and the Billboard R&B hip hop tracks. <laughs> Take now, that hip hop. <laughs> this is the UK. <laughs> Take that, Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> Suck on it, Skepta. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like this song, it's very apparent that it's coming off the heels of the 80s. Like, I didn't have to look up what year the song came out because it's coming, like, it belongs, like, to me, it's like a Sinead O'Connor, like, it it belongs in that era of the 80s, but it has a bad 90s feel to it with a hook that is designed to get stuck in your head. Uh huh. You know what I mean? It's like it's they they I'm sure those DNA dudes were like, oh, we can just hypnotize people with this yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was trance music back then. Yeah, you know, it's literally what it was. It's just like listen to this and just fuck take ecstasy and zone out. Yeah. yeah. Um, RJ, what was what was it like listening to the song for you? Did it take you back in time? So first off, um, listening to it, I was like, oh, this song, I know this song. And then I actually like paid attention to the lyrics and just the whole song in general kind of reminded me of somebody telling a story that never got the conclusion. <laughs> like, it's like literally I am thirsty. So I drink a drink and yeah. then there's a pounding at the door. So I then I do the and dishes and I'm like, what happened to the pounding door? Like who's at the door? Be like, did some dishes, drop the plate, went to work. And then I'm like, wait, okay, wait, what about the pounding door? It, it's like Randy Newman from family guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Lift foot. <laughs> Right foot sees a fat man, doesn't like me. 
went to pick an apple. <laughs> nope. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Yep. Nope. <laughs> pick a different apple. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, oh, like get to the good part. And I was like, wait, the song's like done. There was no, no. good part. Um, <laughs> and I was like, the catchy hook. And then I was like, all right. So next thing to do on my list is who sampled this. Mm. So I started going on to you know who sampled it. And then you have a track by Drake that was featured on a song. Oh, so Drake's on, on something like this. You have Logic. Okay. You have. Uh, you also have. Uh, when I did my mix from before, you had Royce the Five Nine and Benny the Butcher from the Michigan one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then also you have Fall Out Boy. What? There's that one song. They're what? literally like dee 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 dee, and then they go back into the song. What? It's a thing. Look it up. Yeah, remember when they used to do that stupid shit? Like, uh, here's a look at my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gym Class Heroes. Yeah, and that's sampling a fucking 70s song or whatever. Oh, yeah. That bothered the shit out of me when I found out that that... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, when I, found, when I took my parents' old records and put on Stevie Wonder and found out that Gangsta's Paradise was not written by Coolio... Hell yeah. I was so confused. I was like, I didn't know people could do that. That started it all, though. It's piracy. Stevie Wonder didn't even want it to happen, but he let it happen. And then he was like, I'm making how much money now? Everyone can sample my shit. This Coolio guy's got a dangerous mind. I'm not even blind. (laughs) (laughs) If you were blind, would you start doing heroin like Ray Charles? No. Why not? I mean, why? Because you've got so much free time. I can't even find my own veins, bro. (laughs) That's true. But if you're actually not blind, though. Oh, if he's faking being blind? Well, then hell yeah, I'm going to do heroin. (laughs) Why not? I'm already lying to the world. (laughs) What else do I have to lose? Yeah, so I literally heard it, and I was just like, ah, this song. I didn't like the storytelling. It was catchy, but it's it's catchy as everyone else. It's catchy throughout time. Yeah, it's an earworm. When I woke up, I jerked off, and I had to clean my jizz. <laughs> no, 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 it's not even that. It's not even I that. I got crusty because no. I forgot, and then I okay. had to go to work. But it's something where they, they leave it there. Like, like I woke up in the morning, and I jerked off. Guess where my cum went? Yeah. It's like, wait, where'd it go? And then it goes to literally, I'm at the store yeah. shopping. And I'm like, wait, no, go back. Then you missed drink the part. some coffee, and then I killed a guy. Wait, who was this guy? Was it your neighbor? Then I came home, did the laundry, and I sat for my dog. Wait, what would you do? What? Go back. Something with the... Wait, what about the guy? I had to wash my car, but... I couldn't because I fucking died. Uh, what? <laughs> do, 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 that do, reminds do, me of like, um, you know, it's probably been a while since you guys watched the first Harold and Kumar movie. Yeah. But Christopher Maloney plays that redneck guy in that movie. Oh, I love him. I don't remember yeah. that though. Oh, it's so good. He's in the the truck with them because he picks him up. And he's just kind of talking to them. He's like, yeah, you can go home, blah, blah, blah. I'll take you back. And you can fuck my wife and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you can fuck my wife. And <laughs> it was like on uh, Wet Hot American Summer, he did the same thing. Oh, uh, yeah, right. With the, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, okay, you guys put that shit away. I'm going to go smear and butter my ass. What? <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I got to go meet my buds in, in class. <laughs> Leave me alone. Don't, don't talk. He said he's going to smear mud on his ass. 
Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So moving on. We got track number two here. We got Your Woman by White Town. Population Devin. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Off of Women in Technology. Mm-hmm. This is a incel if I've ever heard one before. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Women don't belong in technology. That's a statement we're making. Get them out of STEM programs. <laughs> uh, this song came out in 1997. Uh, it's track four, four minutes and 18 seconds. Um, I was a little surprised looking this up. Um, so Jayoti Prakash Mishra, okay. better known by his stage name, White Town, is a British Indian singer and musician. He is best known for his 1997 hit, Your Woman. Wow. And I was also, uh, so the way that he spells Jayoti is the same way that my sister spells Jody. Um, so hmm. I thought that was interesting because he spells it J-Y-O-T-I and so does my sister, uh, for Jody. Yeah. Ah, thought that was interesting. Huh. Uh, Your Woman is a song by British one-man band White Town. It was released in 1997. Lead single of the album Women of Technology featured a muted trumpet line taken from a 1932 recording of My Woman by Lou Stone and Masengit Band. Uh, wait, wait they call, he called himself a one-man band? Yeah. <laughs> like one of those guys on the street that plays Hell guitar yeah. with a kick drum. <laughs> I don't think he's as talented as those people. <laughs> Can he even play gar- harmonica and a guitar at the same time? <laughs> uh, this Outside of the UK, the single reached number one in Iceland and Spain. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, in the booklet of their 1999 album, 69 Love Songs, the Magnetic Fields frontman Stephen Merritt described Your Woman as one of his favorite pop songs in the last few years. Hmm. So. The last few years? Yeah. When did he say that? 1993? Uh, in 1999, <laughs> he said that about a Damn, song. They've that been was around made that long? In 1997. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I thought they were a newer band. Oh, I'm thinking of the Magnetic Zeros, that Edward Sharp band. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Um, and then I'm really glad you didn't look up anything. I'm assuming you didn't look up anything no. about the this, this song. No. All right. So Mishra wrote that the themes of the song include being a member of an Orthodox Trotsky Marxist movement, being a straight guy in love with a lesbian, being a gay guy in love with a straight man, being a straight girl in love with lying, two-timing fake artist Marxist. The hypocrisy that results when love and lust get mixed up with highbrow ideals. So, <laughs> this is basically our 1984. This is our George Orwell. Is he? Is, is this a commentary on Marxism, or I, is this like pro-Marxism? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because he said three different perspectives there, and then some other shit about politics and philosophy. Like what? Because I remember I was listening to the song and he has some line about like, I can't be a girl. Like, I can't be a girl for you or something like that. Well, the first one I get, like, you know, he's like, I'm a straight guy in love with a lesbian. I'm like, like, okay, okay. you are a guy. And then the second one, he's like, I'm also a gay guy that's in love with a straight guy. Is that what it was? Yeah, straight man. Okay, so he's both a straight guy and a gay guy. (laughs) And being then str- the third one, he's a woman. Being a straight girl in love with a lying, 
two-timing fake-ass Marxist. Okay, so, <laughs> I mean, that seems a little a little hateful from the way he's putting that. Like, yeah. you phrase it differently, you know? Interesting. All right. Wow. I didn't know this was such a political song. Yeah. Cool. So, here's the thing. I don't like Moby or Beck. Mm. And this song yeah. goes in the Moby and Beck category for me, so I don't like it. Now, what I do like is the book, movie, and TV show, High Fidelity. Big fan of High mm. Fidelity. Okay. And High Fidelity was written in the 90s, and it's a lot of this style of music is featured in the book and in the movie, not really in the TV show, because that's more modern. That's a modern mm-hmm. take on it. Um, so I like High Fidelity. I can't stand this music. I can't stand Moby or Beck. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like if instead of him sampling a muted trumpet, if it was just a real trumpet, this could be a cake song. Um, yeah. And parts of the trumpet sounds a little bit like jump around to me. Um, <laughs> so House of Pain? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, you loved it, then? No. <laughs> yeah, High Fidelity was interesting. The movie, how, like... The songs that he named in that were like songs that I wouldn't associate with somebody that loves music necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think he was like naming like uh, Springsteen songs or something. Yeah. Like something very mainstream, but like a B-side by them. And then just got me interested. Yeah. I think he talks about Nebraska, that album. That album. Yeah. Fantastic. That might have been it. And uh, some other like mainstream artists. And I was... Uh, it got me more interested in that era of music. Like why he, like, I don't know if those were just like empty references for the movie or if they were actually of substance and like good songs, like they actually thought it out in the, in the book, he kind of lays it out. Cause like to understand that like punk has died at this point, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, new wave is gone and you've got grunge, and then you've got like weird house techno music or rave music or yeah. trance music like this. So it's like there wasn't rock. There was like shitty grunge bands at this point because all the grunge yeah. bands were gone by like 19, what, 94 or whatever. Yeah. And so like the back half of the 90s was just like shitty, but this is all they had for something that was interesting is shit like this. Ah. Yeah. All right. And DJing was becoming very popular. Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah, that that was a weird time for DJing too, because you were just playing music. You know, oh, like yeah. nowadays, like DJing is a little bit different. You know, you have like you use like Ableton Live and like add your little beat boops in there, right? But back yeah. then, it was just like oh, play fucking Green Day. Yeah. yeah, and that statement is also for just white people. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. if you weren't white, music was great. Yes, that is <laughs> you true. Had, you had plenty of great music. Throughout yeah. all of the nineties. Oh yeah. So huh. RJ. Interesting. Were you so, did you feel a part of White Town? Welcomed um, into White Town? I, I lived uh, on I don't the know if we'd let him town. into White Town. <laughs> <laughs> As the mayor of White Town. <laughs> we will have a, I will have a deliberation my my committee, but it's not looking good for you. I was over there by uh, Pearl Harbor. Oh yeah, well you've been around there. Planning things. <laughs> oh, which <laughs> side? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, so I heard this and I was like, oh, this song, and I was like, all right, it's just, 
you know, every song I went through, it was just like, oh, this song. Oh, this song. And then it turned into, okay, I'm kind of bored of this song. I get it. And then literally, as you said, Moby, Beck. I wrote down my notes, Cake. But yes, it's all it's all in there. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, ah, I, I just I don't know. It didn't do it for me. I was just kind of bored of it. Like it did, it didn't it didn't entertain me at all. Yeah. yeah. And I was well, just like, like, all right. Like these songs, they're supposed to be long and repetitive because you're supposed to be doing drugs yeah. in the dark dancing. Well, it's interesting you said that about DJs because this was the DJ time and like high fidelity was the DJ time. So a lot of this music does seem DJ centric now that I think about it because it's not really um, full on bands making music. It's Mm -hmm. just this like specific sound that's kind of a blend of alternative or I guess it's like the birth of alternative with mixed. uh, It seems like a lot of it from the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you guys ever seen a TV show called Spaced? No. No. It was made in probably the late 90s or early 2000s. It's like the first uh um why can't I think of his name? The director's name. Um the Steven dude, Spielberg. No. <laughs> uh Simon Pegg and uh Oh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Yes. So it was the first thing that they made together and it was this TV show called Spaced. Ah. Um, and, uh, it didn't last very long. There was like less than 15 episodes for sure. Um, but it's pretty good, but it takes place like in this type of time, uh, where this music is very popular and it's that, that's what this whole mix just reminded me of that TV show. Interesting. Cause a lot of these songs are mostly big UK hits. BBC shows are so interesting. Like, can you explain to me why I like the it crowd or the it crowd? Have I, you ever seen that show? I hate that show. I don't know why I like it because yeah. I should hate it. It's like the Big Bang Theory for the UK. Yeah, but there's something about it where I like it. I don't I like don't British TV shows in general. Like even like the more oh. serious ones. Okay, I like it when they adapt it here in yeah. America. Make it American for <laughs> White Town, not sissy Lily British Town. They're not even. They should even be considered whites. They ain't whites. <laughs> They're like pale whites. <laughs> yeah, like that show, The Killing, I would never watch. Oh, the Swedish version? Yeah, but yeah. the American version is fucking awesome. American version's great. Yeah. With Swedish actors. Um, all right, so let's move on. Got track number three here. We've got Bound for the Floor by Local H. Local H. These band names, they had like yeah. nothing going on. No. Um, off of As Good As Dead from 1996. Track number three, three minutes and 42 seconds. Local H is an American rock band originally formed by guitarist and vocalist Scott Lucas, bassist Matt Garcia, drummer Joe Daniels, and lead guitarist John Sparkman in Zion, Illinois in 1990. Uh, The members all met in high school in 1987. Um, Let's see. After Sparksman's departure in 1991 and Garcia's departure in 1993... Local H signed a record contract with Island Records in 94 as a duo. Mm. So, those guys missed out. Oh, so that was pre-Bound to the Floor? Uh, Bound for the Floor? Yes. What is it? Bound for, Bound for, Bound the, floor. for the Floor. Very yeah. different meanings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the Floor is quite different. Yeah. Right. Um, let's see. The songs Angst, Driven Lyrics, Deal with 
lack of confidence and frustration, which is strongly reflected in the overall performance. Like many of Local H's song, the guitarist or the guitar tuning is half a step down from standard. The song is noteworthy for the usage of the word copacetic in the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> Thought that was the name of the song for my entire life. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the music video was produced for Bound for the Floor, which features a performance by the band Strung with Shots of a School Building. Huh, okay. Uh, the video also features children playing and following the band, perhaps a representation of groupies, where they follow them to a merry-go-round, then to a bar, and finally to a private concert. Yeah, but that's children following them. Don't compare children to groupies. That's Gro- weird. Groupies fuck the band, bro. Who's... Right in this Wikipedia. <laughs> Children can't age. go into the. They can't go into a bar. Yeah, fuck those kids. They can if they stand on each other's shoulders and wear a trench coat. <laughs> That's true. I've yeah. been tricked. Um, yeah, I hate the riff and the song. Uh, yeah, reminds me of Puddle of Mud. Um, yeah, I can't stand the stupid deadpan singing. Now, what I will say is. They do something in the like in the last like thirty or forty seconds in the last part that they do the chorus, where they're doing some interesting yelling. Yeah, and I was like, just do the whole song like this. I know, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Because anytime, it, anytime I listen to this and it got to that part, I'd be like, fuck yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes more sense, yeah. but it's grunge and uh, it's a shitty time for music. <laughs> um, RJ, did, were you just jamming out to this riff? No. Um, <laughs> in my notes, I put discount Nirvana. <laughs> okay. Dollar store Nirvana? Yeah. Yeah. So literally, I was just like, I, okay. Um, I've heard the song too, I but just, it's like Bleacher Nirvana, so it's kind of cool, right? <laughs> Discount Nirvana minus uh, Dave Grohl. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, like like Kurt Cobain missed. Yeah, but what if they had like <laughs> Travis Barker drumming for Nirvana instead of Dave Grohl? Uh, no, <laughs> that'd be fucking. Yeah, I can't still, imagine like, bats. <laughs> like we were texting this week. Like I can't imagine twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, a news article being like they're like the new Nirvana. Oh, I know. Right? Well, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, musically, like, I could see something like that happening, but I can't see it catching on the way Nirvana did. No, yeah. Like, imagine yeah. a band as large as... I, I don't know if there's any bands that are large anymore. No, it's like Billie Eilish is the closest thing. Yeah, Because Billie she's Eilish like, oh, prepared. I don't care about anything. <laughs> like, grunge. Like, she's Kurt Cobain-esque. In that sense, I but, think you do like. Uh, just mind you, what's his name? The we talked about the, the Machine Gun Kelly. He wears leather jackets. He's like the I mean, I'm the punk rocker. But I that's like a hot fuck. topic punk rocker. Yeah, it's got Travis you Barker. Know? Does he have a heroin abuse yeah. issue? He Does might. he have a heroin issue? <laughs> <laughs> He's dating like Megan Fox or something. These are real artists, RJ. Yeah, real artists don't date Mary Fox. They date <laughs> Courtney Love, and yeah. they hate their life. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there, to be a real artist, you need to be Sid and Nancy. That's what you need in your life. You know what people said the the years ago? They said the new Kurt Cobain is XXX Tentacion. I don't know if you've listened to his stuff. He's mm-hmm. a rapper. 
and he's a SoundCloud rapper. But I've he heard his became name. incredibly famous, and I'm curious what you would think of his music. But he had a very hard edge to him, and his he was kind of what started the whole um, emotional rap thing, where rap doesn't have to be just about like hard ass shit all the time. Where he was like rapping about depression and suicide. And like problems with girlfriends, and it was uh, like more oh, people you mean related Ice to Cube? it. <laughs> with, <laughs> did Ice Cube do that? <laughs> with Good Day? Hell you yeah! Talk about Good Day. <laughs> that was a game changer. Yeah, <laughs> it's like rappers can have good days. It's not all fuck the police. It's like nah, fuck the police every other day, but the day that was a good ass day. No, XX Tentacion. Wait, was, wasn't uh, Eminem rapping about this? I mean, he was just rapping about killing people, killing his girlfriend. But he was rapping about suicide and depression and mommy issues and bad relationships. Yes. Yeah, that was after 99, though. Yeah, no, but Tentacion was, like, recent. Yeah. People, like, credit him with, like, the new rap movement. Oh, so, so, okay, so, first off, if you look at, like, I guess this happened a while ago, but people were, like, kind of yelling about Eminem, about how he has, like, hateful, like, homophobic lyrics and stuff Hell like yeah. that. And I was like, we should have gone back to the 90s. We did this already. Yeah. I mean, Corn has a couple songs like that, too. Yeah, so it's just, like, I, I get it. It's like they're condemning him, but then it's like, you know, if you're saying that, like, you know, your triple X guy and yeah. Diesel, it's just like he's talking about sad stuff. It's like, you know, many artists have talked about sad stuff. Yeah, but I think he popularized it, or he at least resonated with... Hell yeah. With that, the youths. That Diddy song st- sampling Sting. <laughs> Get out of here. Died. Get out of my face with that shit. No. Every breath you take, bro. Uh, oh, sad. yeah. Fucking sad. Kid Rock. Only God knows why. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I know what you mean, brother. That's pretty sad, too. Uh, he lost Josie. Wow, Diddy so was sad. just dancing around at the MTV Music Awards <laughs> or whatever. And all white. Uh, with those white cool new white converses that he literally made. the song ended and he just kept on dancing like for yeah. like an hour he always wears all white <laughs> that's his thing oh uh, did you hear that new nas song no i saw that it came out i Ooh. haven't listened yet guess who's featured on it royce the five nine so like i don't like nas and i tried listening to his last album and i was just like do you like Illmatic? yeah that's fine for the time yeah. but like i don't wow I don't. I would never go back and listen to it often. Okay. Um, but Freddie Gibbs was mm. on a new Nas song, and I'm okay. like, I fucking love this song. Interesting. <laughs> uh, I've heard a lot of Nas, and it's just kind of it's a hit or miss. He, well, I, Illmatic is amazing. I go back and album. listen to that all the time, and I I've heard a couple other songs, and I'm like, nope. Yeah. His newer <laughs> stuff is like it's not. His older stuff, yeah. Like Struck old ones, and freaking he he won a Grammy last year. What? Yeah, for what? For his last Best album, album cover. <laughs> Some bullshit. No, I think everyone apparently everyone loved his album last year, and I was and I tried listening to it, and I was just like, Ooh, this is not good. Best out over the baby. Uh, let me let me see here. What <sighs> who else is in that category with him? Damn. I mean that's surprising. Like Over Puff Daddy P Diddy Combs. Like, yeah. What about Shawnee Shawnee Comey Daddy Puffy Diddy Combs? Twenty. Yeah. Uh, what about Luda? What's Luda up to? I think he has new music. <laughs> he, uh, he deserves it. He deserves that. 
Nas, yeah, won his first Grammy for Best Rap Album in March 2021. 2021? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Maybe he's the only one that showed up to the awards. Yeah. (laughs) I'm here. I've been spending all my money I made off Illmatic uh, royalties, (laughs) and I did not know there was a pandemic. Yeah. I'm here at the Grammys. The only one. Give them all to me. (laughs) He also got, like, best, like, you know. Yeah. Best Supporting Actress. (laughs) He's at the Country Music Awards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best twang too. guitar solo. <laughs> I'll take that too. Nice. Yeah. 2021. Yeah, I'll take that too. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving on from uh, Local Each. We've got the worst title for a song ever. Followed mm, by the best band name. The worst band name. Best. <laughs> best band name. Fuck so you, you heard this fucking band name, sick. If I was like, hey, there's oh, a new band and they're called yeah. this, you'd be like, yeah. fuck you. I'm not oh, no, I'd be like, what? <laughs> what? Like, that's amazing. Like, they're from, they're very, you know, old, but they're like <laughs> the gods of this thing. What? Uh, all right. So standing outside a broken phone booth with money in my hand. Mm. By Primitive Radio Gods. Hell yeah. Off the album titled Rocket from 1996. (laughs) Strack number three coming out five minutes and 36 seconds. Uh, They're from Southern California. Current members consist of frontman Chris O'Connor, who performs vocals and bass, percussionist Tim Latrio, and Luke McCarthy, who uh, contributes various additional instruments. Um, former member Jeff Sparks wrote, sang, and played bass. Um, the band is best known for their 1996 song, this song, which <laughs> beat number one on the alternative song charts. Um, let's see. The debut single, it was released from the soundtrack to the 1996 black comedy film, The Cable Guy. I love that movie. <laughs> Say different kind of black comedy. <laughs> I was like, no way. This was not in barbershop. Like, no. Nah. Don't be a mess. Yeah. <laughs> it's the hit single from the movie Soul Play. <laughs> Primitive radio guys. <laughs> no. Yeah. From okay. Pootie Tang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, from Norbit. <laughs> single. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> Uh, any of the big mama's house movies yeah, yeah. <laughs> like on hbo max they put like all of the Medea movies on there this, Ooh, uh, child. <laughs> Ooh, child. <laughs> i've never seen one of those but there's like seven <sighs> or eight of them <laughs> i haven't seen them either and I, I don't know like there was there was a guy that i used to work with that loved them super white super gay and would quote Medea all the time and i'm like i don't know who these movies are for like, <laughs> who's watching them? Like, it's so strange. Like, I've seen clips of them. I'm like, this just seems like a soap opera of a movie. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. That's the next thing I'm going to, you know, be a completionist on. <laughs> Tyler Perry. Um, yeah. So this is this song is the same song to me as track number two. Uh, it's like the same yeah. thing to me. Oh, yeah. I thought this was Moby <laughs> my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this came up in like the one hit wonders, uh, like when I was searching for them on online, and I just looked for like the bands that I hadn't heard the names of before, and this one was like borderline for me, where it took me a while to like 
hear the hook to remember that I remember this song vividly. Yeah. It, but, yeah, it, I just assumed this was Moby, like, the entire time. Oh, man. Moby has a new album. Gross. Came out in 2021. I thought he was canceled. Maybe that's why I haven't heard, heard it yet. What did he cancel for? Did he vote for Trump? No, it was uh, shit with Natalie Portman when she was young. Oh. Uh, came out. I can't remember if it came out in her book or his book or something. I don't know. Are you but sure that he, wasn't uh, Luc Besson? No. Uh, the, guy that, or the guy from The Professional? Oh, that's the guy that directed it. Yeah. Is that dude's name? Um, Jean, Jean-Louis? Jean-Louis. Uh, Pierre, is it? Who is he? With actor Michael Douglas. <laughs> a Beauty yeah. and the Beast. <laughs> you can make any movie French. <laughs> Mulan? I mean, that movie uh, is a French Mulan. movie. Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. That's a French is film. It? Yeah. But Beast all speaks all English. Because like. <laughs> uh, what's the what's the main dude's name? Uh, the dude who's trying to oh. is Lafou, which is his uh, little boy, little, yeah. little, little dude who they suck uh, each other oh, off. He did have a French ass name. Yeah, what was his name? Oh. Um, Gaston. Remember. Gaston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're French as fuck. I want to hear the rap, the rap version of this. Like, who this bitch thinks she is? <laughs> She's fucking with the wrong ball. Look who sampled it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would love that if like Wu Tang Clan covers like Disney soundtracks. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh yeah, I'd be all in. Under the sea. <laughs> um, RJ, how'd you feel towards this one? So I know we kind of discussed it earlier. With the white whites, number two. Yeah. The whites. Um, the whites. So, you know, I put down cake for my notes for number two. <laughs> this one, okay. I didn't hate. I remember the song, and it was like one of those. It kind of reminds me of uh, just being a wee lad back in like, you know, second grade, second or third grade. Yeah. And we just, we just play Enya back from our recess oh, time, yeah. and we just kind of turn off the lights and be like, everyone calm the Fuck down, oh, yeah. back from recess. Mm-hmm. The teacher would rub your shoulders. Yeah. It was nice. It, we were, it was a one-on-one. It was a special one-on-one. And I was like, I appreciate that, dude. Lights-off massage time. The yeah. classroom with the bathroom in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you each had your turn in the bathroom for five minutes with the teacher. <laughs> yeah. Lights off. We're not allowed to talk about it. That's what yeah. the teacher said. Still haven't. That's why I cry every time I listen to Kenya. <laughs> yeah, but it was one of those, it's just, you, know, it's, you know, you're vibing. You're just vibing. Yeah. yeah, no, that's kind of you know. Yeah, I mean, I should take more Indian naps. <laughs> like that was a nice thing. The, I think it was the kindergarten that I went to played Kenny G, for sick. nap time, and I would always stay awake because I'm like, fuck, this song is sick. Like, <laughs> gotta hear this shit. Where's he going with this? All right, and then first off, uh, just looking up information for the song, I didn't realize the title also says. 
I literally put standing outside a broken phone booth, and that's all I put for the name of it. Yeah, with my dick in my hand. Yeah, I didn't realize there was the dick in the hand comment afterwards, yeah. like the rest of the title. Yeah. Second of all, I did enjoy the name. Oh, okay. Of the band? Yeah. And then yeah. apparently <laughs> the song came from a 1971 B.B. King sample. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. That was, mm. like, that was cool. It's British DJ shit again. Yeah. That's from mm-hmm. Southern California. I mean, it's Southern California DJ shit. They probably <laughs> did it with accents. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So rounding off the mix, we've got Got You Where I Want You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, by The Flies. Yeah, that <laughs> big popular band, The Flies. <laughs> yeah, this name sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I hated this name. Off the album, Holiday Man. Yeah, man. I'm a holiday man. <laughs> you know me? I'm a holiday man. You know, if they waited longer, they'd probably be famous. If You know, The Vines. You know, there's <laughs> like, tr- they should have waited. Yeah. No. RJ, you are a holiday man. <laughs> if I ever met one, you would... I, if somebody asked me... Define RJ in two words. I would say holiday man. <laughs> this makes sense. Yeah. Holiday man, question mark. <laughs> no, no, that's an exclamation point. All caps. He's holiday man. The only thing I see you do around the house is put up Christmas lights. It's true. And I have like a 12-foot yeah. Santa. That's like you put in like a 40-hour work week during Christmas time, like decorating a house. That's holiday man shit. It's true. I hide things. So you're like, what smells like, you know, pine trees? I'm like, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. We, c- we can also put a G on the end of that, and that could be a rap name. Holiday Mank. <laughs> yeah. But day is D-A-E. <laughs> With the dollar sign. <laughs> it, the dollar sign, yeah. <laughs> For, not replacing any S. Yeah. Can we have a silent <laughs> T in front of it? Yeah. yeah. No, his would have the cent sign. Uh, <laughs> the C with the slash through it. Or the yen sign. Um, little Holiday Mank. Oh, that'd be sick if there was a Japanese rapper that had the yen sign for a Y in his name. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, this is track number two, four minutes and two seconds. Uh, the Flies were an American post-grunge group formed in Hollywood, 1994, uh, and on indefinite hiatus since 2012. I know you guys were concerned about that. But. Oh, man. Oh, they ain't coming back. There's still a chance. <laughs> no. Wait for Coachella 2024. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's see. This song was featured on their second album, Holiday Man, in 1998, and also appeared on the soundtrack for the 1998 MGM film Disturbing Behavior. You guys familiar <laughs> with Disturbing Behavior? I can't, is that Enya time? Uh, well, the movie is with Katie Holmes. And oh, that's where the music video for this comes from. This was like oh. primo Katie Holmes starting her era I'm before she got mixed up with uh, Tommy that C. Cool, that cool guy. <laughs> cool, cool midget Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm picturing Girl Interrupted, but I know it's a very different movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, their music was also featured on The Crow Salvation. Which is the second Crow movie, which is hmm. not good. Hmm. I know you're wondering about that. It's because nobody died in it. <laughs> <laughs> they ran out of people. Uh, the album also contained the single "Losing It." Don't know what that is. As well as two samples from two songs by the Beach Boys, oh. from "Here Today" and "Caroline 
number. No, this so. doesn't sound like a band that would do samples. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because samples were like so new and big in hip hop that like all these producers were just like, hey, you should use a sample. Yeah. I feel like producers for the past mm, 35 years <laughs> have just been fueled by cocaine and bad ideas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, this person's doing this rap and rock at the same time. Limp yeah. Biscuit, you're a band. <laughs> Go out and do your thing. Is Limp Biscuit referring to his dick? No, it's the. Uh, it's a game that you play <laughs> where you and your friends game. get together and jerk off on a biscuit, and That's whoever the, jerks off. Oh, on is it that last. called? Com- is that called yeah. Limp Biscuit? Yeah, yeah, or Ookie Cookie. Oh, that's what <laughs> I've heard it as. As Ookie okay. Cookie. Yeah, but yeah, Limp Biscuit is the biscuit that you eat if you're the last one to come on the biscuit. So, do you think that happened to Fred? Probably. Oh, probably the West Borland. You know the weird eyes. Yeah. Nah, he liked the cookie then. That was not. So a he he cookie. literally okay. He probably went to the store and picked out the biscuit. He's like, I like these ones. I'm gonna bring them this time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get some good Lorna Dunes for this one. All of his friends are laughing. I was like, I do this myself yeah. every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been practicing edging, so I <laughs> am the last one to come on the cookie. Yeah. Jokes on you. I love <laughs> Jokes on you, bitches. <laughs> I get to eat your cum cookie. <laughs> Uh, in 2008, they announced on their MySpace page that they had returned with the Night Tunes single, uh, a cover of Hey Jude. So, <laughs> yep. How'd that turn cool. out? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, RJ, this is like a proto-pop punk song to me. Uh-huh. Um, and it's also ripping off Werewolves in London. Wait, what? You know that song, Werewolves in London? Oh, no, oh, the movie. That was so London. weird because I was just thinking about American Werewolf in London today mm-hmm. and how I think Rogan loves that movie. It's a great movie. I've never seen it, and I'm like, I don't know why he loves that movie so much. It seems like a weird movie to love. No, it's it's not. It's a So it's a John Landis movie uh, who made, like, Animal House and uh, a couple of other comedies. So, like, it's it's technically considered the first horror comedy if you look outside of the, like, Abbott and Costello horror movies that were made. Okay. And so that's the reason. It, it has a very, very unique tone to it that set, like, the horror comedy, quote-unquote, tone going forward since that movie. I mean, I think Troll 2 was actually the <laughs> first real horror comedy. Um, I think I've seen American Werewolf in Paris. Yeah, that was a really bad sequel. Yeah, and I think that's why I associate it with this. I'm like, oh, I didn't know the original was a comedy. Yeah, no. It was assumed to be a comedy. It's It has a very interesting tone to it. It's it's a okay. really, really great movie, though. Is it like Gremlins-esque? No, because like, uh, Gremlins is a straight-up kids movie. Like, at the time... That movie was rated PG. It's a straight-up kids movie, um, where American Wolf London is not. It's a weird psychological thriller, but it's also really funny, and it has a unique take on werewolves in it. So, This is like Tremors? Uh, Tremors is a horror comedy, for sure. But okay. that's the thing. is, like, uh, So, like, Tremors is a comedy that has horror in it. Yeah. Right? And Shaun of the Dead is a comedy that has horror in it. Okay. This movie... Puts the horror first and then adds the comedy later. Oh. If that makes sense. All right. Well, yeah. I'll give it a shot then. Yeah. Sim- like, uh, like, so like Ghostbusters. Comedy first, horror second. Oh, okay. Right. 
So like this is it's it's making sure to make sure make the movie scary. Like the movie has jump scares and it's scary, but it also happens to have really good funny moments. Okay. Yeah. So American Werewolf in London was before all those other movies? So yeah, I like, want to say it was 82 maybe. Okay. So it's like the Twin Peaks of the uh of the uh horror comedy genre. Like cuz like Twin Peaks did that with you know, like Dawson's Creek and the X Files, like right. those two shows are influenced by Twin Peaks in a weird way. Yeah, I guess David Lynch is—he's more like absurd, right? Like he yes. dives more into the absurdity side of things. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, there's not a lot of things to really compare it. It's like if you—I don't know when the last time you watched Jaws, but like Jaws, yeah, is a horror movie that has an action adventure tone to it. Yeah. Which it's like no one does that. It's yeah. like a very specific tone. Same with um, this movie. It Eric seems like any Tarantino movie where it's like you try to compare it to anything. And you're like, well, that's not like anything. Yeah. Like maybe Reservoir Dogs is similar to some things like Usual Suspects-ish. Well, he was he was, uh, he was was on some big podcasts this past week. and they yeah, were, I haven't heard him yet. They were fantastic. Very controversial on the Rogan podcast with some of the shit that he said, but okay. he basically Did he say the N word. <laughs> I'm not listening if you didn't say the N word. But he says, like, he just flat out says that, like, he created a new genre, right? So, like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of copycats of him. So, like, a, a, a he didn't talk about this movie because I don't think he wanted to talk shit about it. Uh, but there's a there's a movie that came out called uh, Things to Do in Denver While You're Dead, and yeah. like there was like a slew of these crime movies that were wanting to be Quentin Tarantino that happened after that, but they didn't last very long because they couldn't do it. Oh. Yeah. There was that other one. I think it was Less Than Zero that was the oh, yeah. Kurt Russell based on a book? Uh, maybe. I think For sure Kurt. based on a book. I don't know if Kurt Russell's in it. Yeah. That seemed to be a similar tone to his, but I never I – don't, I don't remember it. Yeah, Less Than Zero is an 80s movie, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. Interesting. Yeah, I was just thinking about his movies this last week, and I was like, he really, like, every, the reason I like his movies so much is because the plot lines are not predictable, and it's nothing like you've seen. Yeah, the only and, one that is is uh, Jackie Brown. Yeah, that one does seem kind of procedural. And that one's weird because it's based off a book. Uh, oh, weird. Yeah, the guy who uh, also wrote Get Shorty wrote the book for Jackie Brown. Uh, so, yeah, it's just it's the weird one in his catalog of movies. I still really like that one. I, yeah, it's I good. Had, that was the last one that I hadn't seen, and I, I watched that more recently. Um, but it didn't seem as much like a Tarantino movie as anything else. Yeah, it has aspects. It's my biggest frustration with True Romance. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, like I get so frustrated with that movie because tony scott directed it and it, it, it yes. there's something wrong with it and it's yes, because I, it's not made by quentin <laughs> no like, but that's what i was gonna say like uh true romance seems more like a quentin tarantino movie than jackie brown did 100%. in a weird way yeah it, yeah for sure but it was just written by him not directed but if he could go back and like direct a version of true romance who i would yeah. love to see that yeah. even having seen true romance yeah because I still love that movie, like as is, but in the context of knowing that he didn't direct it, I, yeah. No. But it was Tony Scott. It was good, I guess. 
Hell yeah. Man some on cool fire. stuff, right? Deja Vu, Man on Fire, Unstoppable. Oh, oh yeah. Domino. Wait, is Unstoppable the new one with a uh, uh, fucking that's the Russell Crowe? Fat a, Russell Crowe? No. <laughs> that's the no, train that's one unhinged. with Denzel and Chris Pine from like oh, seven so he just says years ago. every Denzel movie? Hell yeah. <laughs> Deja vu. Yeah. Uh, um, did you see Unhinged? No. <laughs> Fuck. You should watch it. It's basically um, that Michael Douglas movie, Falling Down. Love Falling Down. But not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's falling down, but it sucks. But it's a, it, it's a cool premise, and it's just done so shittily. But it's great to just see fat Russell Crowe. Just his entire role <laughs> takes place driving a pickup truck. <laughs> it just seems like he's so fat that he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to use my truck and fuck people up with it. Yeah. It's awesome. Fucking Falling Down, that's a Joe Schumacher oh, movie. That was such a good movie. Yeah, that was when the, the shoes made good movies. And he was a. Uh... Is it bad that I was like when I was watching it? I'm like, hell yeah, Michael Douglas! I totally <laughs> get you. Yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah, because that motherfucker he made like Lost Boys and Flatliners and fucking oh, Falling Down, and then he's flatliners. like, time for Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my neon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has famous stories in Hollywood of like he he's gay and having. He has some crazy number that he says that he's had sex with. It's oh, like yeah. in the tens of thousands. Holy shit. Yeah. It's like some weird uh, lore that he claimed that he's had sex with tens of thousands of men. Damn. I feel like you would get tired of it after that. <laughs> you know? Variety, bro. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but Werewolves of London. <laughs> that's what this song reminds me of uh rj how do you feel towards this pop punk song so uh it's, you know not blink <laughs> uh, if it was sped up yeah uh, so weirdly that you said that mm. um it's like it's I this fucking speed metal version of it, <laughs> it kind of okay it doesn't really have anything to do with it but so there's the title and how they put it in the parentheses kind of irritated me yeah hell yeah and I was like, you just make that the whole title. Just, or just call it yeah. that part and don't put the other part. Huh. So, you know, what it reminded me of is uh, Time of Your Life. Yeah. Green Day. But they, they were going to just do Time of Your Life. But then, like, we don't want to sound too happy. So we're going to put in parentheses, good riddance. And I was like, see, that's two different, like, things for the song title. Versus yeah. These guys were like, we're just going to use our whole chorus. Yeah. And we're just going to put it in parentheses. So I'm like, why? Just put yeah. the fucking title. And I yeah. got mad at him. And uh, yeah. It's like if Michael Jackson had the song called Bad and then parentheses, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, just, just leave it out or, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a weird choice. Because it's not like the alternative song title. Because people call that Green Day song Good Riddance. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's time of your life, but people say, "Oh, you know, good riddance," and like everybody's like, "Yeah, I know what you're talking about." Time of life, good riddance to you. I swear, it's true. Green day fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. It's funny. Is this song does the same thing, RJ? With the title, yeah. 
That's why I didn't like Is it called either. Time of My Life, I Owe It All to You? No, it's I've Had, in parentheses, The Time of My Life. What the <sighs> fuck? Why That's a it? worse one. Is this like a 90s thing or something? Well, that song was in the 80s. Well, that doesn't like make sense. Stupid people thing? Yeah, so I don't know if Green Day did that for because of paying homage to that song. No, they, they, they were just doing their own thing. They're just like, hey, like in an interview, they're like, we're going to call the song Time of Your Life off the course. But everyone's like, wow, that's not punk rock. That's like something like, I hope you have the best time of your life. And they're like, no, good riddance. We're done with you. So we put that in there just to make it like, you know, punk rock. They should have really said, well, we're Green Day and we're not punk rock. So none of your logic fucking matters. They should have like, said, have you heard the Ramones? Yeah. They have songs like rock and roll high school. Yeah. <laughs> Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> Judy is a punk rocker. You think that's yeah. punk rock? Having titles wait, like wait. that? Blitzkrieg Bop? <laughs> what? Is any of these in parentheses? Ooh. Yes, Blitzkrieg parentheses Bop. <laughs> no, that's a Bop. Have you heard that new song, Blitzkrieg? No. It'll, it's a oh, bop. you mean Bop? Yeah, I've heard Bop. Bop? Bop? The Ramones? That is punk rock right there. Mbop? <laughs> brothers uh, and brothers? <laughs> We're all Hansons. We're all Ramones, man. <laughs> Same peas in a pod. Man, I'm starting to think the Hanson brothers aren't really brothers now. <laughs> They're just lying about it. Um, but you like the song, me. though, RJ. Uh, I could do without it. <laughs> uh, I wrote in my notes, literally, Green Day, Good Riddance, Time of Your Life, parentheses, and I put that in there. And then literally I was like, it's a song on 98 Rock that they would play like all the time. Yeah. This might be a 100.5 song. Ooh, yeah, good point yeah. there. This might be the zone. That's where you get, like, Little Black Backpack. Oh, hell yeah, Stroke yeah. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> I got deep into Stroke Nine. Yeah, Devin <laughs> does it every night, and it's weird. I'm like, can you do not do that when I'm here? Man, I'm only stroking six and a half, you know what I mean? He no. literally goes to the cupboard and takes out a biscuit. I'm like, I know what's coming up. I'm not playing with you. You're not playing this game. I can't go to sleep without my ookie cookie. <laughs> he literally, my game. Like, <laughs> literally stands up naked like on the table. It's like kind of like crouched over and just kind of just like, I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> if you won't do it, I got to do it twice. It's not the same. I have to stroke nine cocks, RJ. Come here. <laughs> That's his, uh, his uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder yeah. before he goes to bed every night. <laughs> stroke nine cocks. I don't have to finish them. I'm just going to stroke them. Like, Where are you going? I'm going to the store. I'm going to go grab some dicks. Going to house only to where house. I sleep, Archie. I haven't slept for three days. No, but I got really into Vicodin and then I got really into stroke nine at the same time. And I feel like that fits really well. There's like, another. What's the song? There's Is there a band or a song called Flagpole Sitta? Band or song, a song by Harvey Danger. Uh, <laughs> Dude, do name you know any one hit wonder, I will know it. You know, <laughs> I, I, the, I going through this list of songs, I was like worried that you might know like Local H for some reason because that was the one that I knew. But then I'm like, oh no, I'm just stupid, and I memorize <laughs> all of these dumb bands that don't exist anymore and shouldn't have existed in the first place. Yeah. The only H I know yeah. is Triple H. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do you imagine him singing the song? <laughs> yeah. Um, what was their bad boy group called, RJ? Triple H? Yeah. 
when they went oh, bad. Oh, it's it, it, DX, Degeneration oh, X. That's right. Uh, yeah. X Pac and like X Pac. Uh, you had Rowdy, Rowdy Road Dog James or something like that. Rowdy James. I forgot his name. Yeah, the other guy sure. that had like lips on his butt. And, yeah, he told him to kiss his ass. Do you think lips they're the on first his? people on and then like, China television to do the X over the dick? Like, oh, the suck it. Yeah, that yeah. was their catchphrase. I wonder if they're the first people ever to do that. Like, they're on like, television. Oh, like, man, we're not going to do that. You can suck it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's on national TV. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was a little kid. I was like, that's pretty cool. It's he just told badass. that guy to suck his dick. He's the owner. <laughs> He's the hands. owner. <laughs> it's like going up to your boss and being like, boss, no, suck it. <laughs> Did you but do I, that to your mom? And she didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, she's like, go clean your womb. And I'm like, nah, mom, suck it. <laughs> Devin's doing Stop that doing right your now. TikTok dance. <laughs> go clean your room. <laughs> And then literally, like you know, Stone Cold comes out, just flips off everybody. I was like, he's so hell cool. yeah. And he's like, throw me a beer, <laughs> and I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> I want to be that when I'm older. That's when wrestling was dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's still pretty dangerous. They Alcohol be- while they're wrestling, yeah, they're supposed to be sober. Do you think they were actually? That's weird to think about. Do you think they were? He was actually drinking a beer. He usually did it at the energy interviews. So, but yes. that's still <laughs> weird to think about, right? It's, he's the Texas rattlesnake. I mean, I'd pound, give a, a, damn. I'd pound a brewski any time of the day. I don't <laughs> care what I'm doing. He has his own Bible verse. Yeah. Austin 316. That's true. I never thought of that. The man's in the Bible. He can do what he wants. Yeah. yeah. True. I've read that. He had the fucking the front leg teep. Or was it a rear leg teep? <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Stutter. Yeah. <laughs> I like to analyze wrestling moves in Muay Thai terms. Yeah. Oh, that's a switch kick. Wait, 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 wait. No, that's the jibby jabby jab cross. <laughs> what about the people's elbow by the rock? Oh, yeah, that's just a spinning elbow. Yeah. Wow. Well, Flying about elbow. The, the rock bottom. What's the rock bottom? How does he do it? He, he Show looks, me. Show me on me. <laughs> Can you put your pants back on? Stop stroking your nine. Is this how we wrestle? Well, there's the really big Hawaiian guy that would just like run his ass into people, right? Uh, Rikishi. Yeah. There's actually a song about him. Like in one of the rap songs. Oh, yeah, like, Denzel Curry. They, 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 I was listening to it and somebody was like, playing it. Yeah, it's probably that song. But it was like something, something like. What is it? Oh, yeah. That would make sense yeah. then. But they're like, Rikishi. And I was like, do you guys know who Rikishi is? They're like, no. And I was like, well, let me educate you about my wrestling knowledge. Wait, you said this to Denzel Curry himself? Yeah, he came into work. Shit. Then you talked to him about his song called The G Word. <laughs> I, I want to know about that so much. That's what, like, Cho talks to him, like, for, like, five minutes just about the concept of that song. Really? Yeah. What is it about? I mean, I'll watch it's, it. Yeah, it's, it's a little convoluted. What his, word uh, okay. now you say <laughs> about? I was always confused by that. I was like, oh, okay, maybe you're like part Japanese or something. <laughs> I won't think about it. I guess you could say that word. I can't. I don't know. Like, I just never. I Yeah, I was always curious what he meant by that. I've also heard that it's a Florida thing. It's a different. <laughs> it means a different word in Florida. And he's from Florida, right? Yeah. It means something else. But it was else. developed during, I think, the Korean War. I th- okay. Yeah. I heard that on, um, I think it was on Tiger Belly. 
Yeah. But then he said recently that he just made that up. <laughs> it was a complete <laughs> lie. And I feel like I've told people that as a oh, fact. No, no, no. It for sure was developed during the Korean War. Okay. Yeah, there's another another slur that was developed during that time um, that isn't used anymore that was developed during that time, too. Okay. Yeah. It has to do with, uh, like, tire tracks in the face. I can't remember what it's called, though. Oh, yeah. So it's a term commonly used in South Florida to describe a person who is lame. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was. I heard well, it somewhere else that it's Florida slang, and I was like, "Wow, you can't really like just take a racist word <laughs> and say no, no, it's just regional." No, like, yeah, yeah, the N word is just Alabama slang. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, number six on Urban Diction. I can't read it. I'll I'll send it to you guys later, but um, that's a pretty good definition of it. Hmm. Well, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. That's a definition. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. Um all right, well, uh yeah, RJ, what's your favorite least favorite favorite band? So this one I struggled with a little bit. <laughs> and I think I eventually I was like, all right, which one did I absolutely not hate? And I think my favorite ones were probably just Enya. Um <laughs> she was, so number four. She wasn't on this. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then my least favorite is I think this, 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 you know, the first one that how it was not a good story. It kind of okay. irritated me. So 414. Got those backwards. Mm-hmm. All right. And four is your favorite artist. Yeah. All right. So you love Wait. primitive radio guys. Yeah, so you were off, huh? I was way off. I got them <laughs> completely backwards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I, I, wouldn't you think RJ's favorite song is five? Yeah, that's one. It's a pop punk song. Yeah, it just seemed right. I don't know why. If it was a woman singing it, he would have been all in. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you look up any Boyce Avenue covers of <laughs> "Got You Where I Want You"? Parentheses. I hate Boyce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a Paramore cover of the song. I'm sure, it's out oh. there somewhere. Damn, I'd listen to that. That's the thing about like any of these songs from this era is if I hear a cover of it. I will listen to it. Like the punk goes 90s stuff. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. When a band that I like does it. But these ones, uh, you know, it's it's nostalgic in a way. Yeah. The but, thing that really sucks about this era of music and listening to these songs is that if people don't do their homework, like Third Eyed Blind gets cataloged with these bands. And it's oh, hell yeah. so frustrating because like they're – miles ahead of these bands and like it just sucks that they just get thrown in there you know i mean i'll say the same thing about stroke nine if you take enough fighting <laughs> like it's you're really missing out you know just pop a couple perks yeah just like throw R. on oh well, no <laughs> michael steps can suck it. he can degeneration x my dick <laughs> hate him shiny happy people <laughs> fuck off so shitty yeah um all right well uh yeah i i these songs yeah. aren't for me yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but if you had bush on here if you had glycerine on here i'd oh, listen yeah. to but those are all like one hit wonders though 
glycerin. I mean, Bush, Bush is had a, a couple. No. They had well, a couple. Not. No, they had a couple songs. They had like two or three. See, the thing about that is Sex and Candy. They're one hit wonder for sure, but everybody the knows their name. So if you see Bitter the song Simpson? title, the ver- you mean the Verve Pipe? Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> um, they got sued for that actually. So do not ref- do not dead name the Verve Pipe. <laughs> um, Wait, but Ash Pipe? Uh, <laughs> don't get me started on Ash Pipe. <laughs> now, the thing about all those bands is everybody, not everybody knows like the name of the band that sang Bittersweet Symphony. But if you see the song title, you'll know what it is. And if you see the artist on some of them, like if you see uh, Bush, you'll be like, oh, I know Bush. And you're like, I don't I love know. Bush. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Big bushy bushes. <laughs> um, you're like, I don't know what song I know by Bush, but I know that band for some reason. And it's just the one song that they had, but for some reason they're really popular. Uh, so all of these were picked just because the artist names were not popular and the song names for the most part, maybe with the exception of the last one, I don't know if you guys saw that one and you're like, Oh, I know that song. Or if you're just confused by the entire yeah, thing, I just skimmed over it. Like I kind of just like looked at the titles and I was just like, cool. I didn't pay okay. much attention cause I didn't know who any of the bands were. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my idea of it where I, you know, I wanted to do like a more one hit wonder ish one with some actual like good songs. You know, like Lens, Steal My Shun- Sunshine, mm-hmm. which is amazing, or the New Radicals. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to put these ones that, like, were always around, and everybody fucking knows it. Ooh, well, you gotta give me the run around. I think Blue Strobo had two songs. Mm-hmm. Then he died. Wait, is he dead or is he still alive? He's still alive. <laughs> okay, still alive. John Papa's still alive. Midnight dreary, I woke with something in my hair. So see the stupid cat on a green album. Yeah. Memory and phone call of what you say. Devin's all about Why did they do that in the 90s? Am I I know all those lyrics. I listened to for that album so much. I think I still have a CD copy of it and probably a cassette copy of it. Blue Travelers, sick. Uh, this is this is uh, RJ's jam. Barbie girl. Oh, Barbie girl. This era of music, man. Oh, yeah, it's rough. Oh, okay. This is great. <laughs> is it? Yeah, this is definitely- Yes! Tragic fucking kingdom? <laughs> Walking in the spider webs? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm just a girl. The greatest, <laughs> greatest protest song of our life. <laughs> oh, I love this album. This, he did. Yeah. I Barbie still King. will listen to that without shame. <laughs> Windows down. I don't care. Yeah. In this list, Barbie Girl could be RJ. Don't Speak could be you, Devin. This is me. What is this? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is you. This is you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fucking. You know, this is I will Sean accept Myers. this. I, I can't. I can't get into it, bro. I've tried. Oh, Black Hole Sun? Yeah, I've tried. No. Sean's loves nope. Soundgarden. Nope. Really? Yeah, loves him. And Audio Slave. Yeah. Ooh, nice. How does he feel about Chili Peppers? Can't stand him. He can't? Yeah. Mm, I feel some... like Audio Slave and Audio Chili Slave. Peppers. Audio Slave. <laughs> <laughs> Audio Slave and the Chili Peppers should be going together. <laughs> This is what I sound like after four beers. <laughs> My voice changes. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, Devin, I, yeah. I'm just going to give you, because I don't it. know how to rate this mix. I don't know either. <laughs> like, I listen to songs I'm, that I forgot I'm about. not going to rate it <laughs> for myself. Um, I, I'm assuming RJ's, I'm going to guess what RJ's is going to be. So RJ's is probably going to be, I'm going to guess a 3.4. So I'm going to guess a 3.4. That's my okay. ranking for you is 3.4 okay. is my guess for RJ's. <laughs> I'm going to guess for RJ that it was a 4.057. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the, the dot dots. Yeah, I forgot about his Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> so we're just, you guys aren't rating it? No, I'm just guessing, we're just guessing yours. <laughs> putting you in the spotlight. So yeah. 3.2. Oh, seven. Damn. Damn. Okay. He crushed it. All right. That's a All low right. RJ score. Yeah. It is. I haven't you haven't broken out of three point sixes for a while. Yeah. You yeah. guys haven't had good mixes. <laughs> no, no, I, I had mean a, below I had... the three point oh, yeah, six. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that means we've only had You've been mixes. between three point six and three point seven for a long time. There was a four in there somewhere in a while. Uh, yeah, probably. Kanye. Yeah. You made that one. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's true. That's pretty good. The banger. Uh, Blink-182. That you listen to that by yourself. <laughs> yeah, but it was a five out of five. Uh, all right, RJ. What do you got for us this week? So God. I know y'all love to listen to new music, so I decided not to go that route. Hell cool. Yeah. Um, Man, the new Tyler album is fucking all right. great. Oh, I still haven't listened to that. It's so good. I think it's my favorite album by him. Ooh, okay. Because there's somebody no, said they listened to it at my work and they said it's good. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no dead space if that makes sense. Like Tyler, normally, like sometimes he'll have like an eight minute song. Yeah, where it's like I don't know, okay, what are we doing here, Tyler? But like, there's none of that in this. I love Goblin, yeah. but I know what you mean. Like, there's songs where I'm like, oh, if you want to know who Tyler's creator is, don't listen to that song. Yeah, because right. that only makes sense in the album. So, Flower Boy was cool. This I, don't, I liked it. I haven't paid enough attention to his other albums to see if there's like a through line as far as like what he's talking about, but there's a there kind is. of a through line on this album. There is, uh, like the first one bastard that was a mixtape. Um, it's just him like talking to a therapist and being immature basically. Um, that's right. Yes. Goblin. He, he still is talking to the therapist, which right. is like the voice of Satan basically. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and he's not as immature, but he's more like fucked up, like dark and demonic shit. And then uh, I forgot the album after that. The one with the flowers. Was or is no, that? Or is Flower it Boy was. Uh, There's another one in between it. Uh, well, I want to say Wolf. Mm. Might have been Wolf. Yeah. 
and it wasn't as good and it was uh it's just kind of all over the place and it had like lots of like features that were fine and then flower boy i think he came out as bi during that one mm-hmm. and became a little bit more sensitive and that one had some great songs on it so i don't know what the new one is like but they all had some kind of theme to them in a way i guess yeah i think cherry bomb is the only one that i haven't listened to more oh yeah i haven't heard that one yeah that's yeah. that one's in between like wolf and flower boy or something Okay, I don't even know that one came out. Yeah. Oh. RJ, yeah. so not new music from RJ. Not new not music. New music. From okay, RJ. old Sick. music. Really old music. Nineteen twenties music. Hello, ragtime jazz. Come on, play it again. Come on, play it again. So I'm gonna give you the title. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the title. Okay. Where is my juice? Good. <laughs> so jazz and my juice go in the morning. <laughs> This next week, the title is The Feature is Full of Action. Hell yeah. Songs of featuring in it? I'm in. Or these all songs from Die Hard. <laughs> the best Christmas. They're all to Christmas mix. It's a Christmas mix in summertime. Round two. Christmas in July. RJ, you like Christmas in summertime. <laughs> no class. That makes sense. That's it. All right. These features are fire. Features? The future is full of action. Action Bronson? Please, no. I do not like Action Bronson. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm good. Oh, I love Action Bronson. Share, share this again. You push share. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They actually did change their shit. I don't remember, but it, it confused me last time. Went to the bottom. Hmm. Text message and you guys. It's got to be Action Bronson. I hope not. Ooh, Brandy Carlisle has a new single. Wait, what Action Bronson have you listened to? Because I don't think his good stuff's available on Spotify. <laughs> well, that's what I've listened to. <laughs> uh, that's the problem. Blue Chips. Listen to Blue Chips on uh, one of the mixtapes. All right, RJ, I've oh, heard yeah, all of these. Yeah. I told you it's something new. And I, well, so I had Action Bronson on a mix that is very specific. So, like, uh, other than the last song, Mac Miller is the well, and that is a Rocky. I, I don't, how familiar you are with track number three, RJ? Not. Okay. Because there's uh, something, but that album was, is that album like 2017? When was that album made? It is 2018. 2018, okay, might not have it. There's like a very specific, uh, Action Bronson also falls into like a very specific like crowd of hip hop that I assumed you guys liked that I've had a mix that I've been sitting on that I probably won't use it for a while. Um, but it has a lot to do with that track number three. Cause so there's like action Bronson stuff that I like, but it has to be in the specific realm of stuff. Yeah. Um, which there's okay. like, I don't know if that makes sense. Well done is okay. I'm just looking at what they have on Spotify. Well done is okay. Sob story sucks. Mr. Wonderful sucks. 
Um, White Bronco, I don't remember if I like that one or not. And that's the only ones I've listened to. Blue Chips 7000 is not Blue Chips. Blue Chips was a mixtape that he came out with a while ago. Um, And there was one other one. The fuck you RJ, I've had three out of five of these on different mixes. (laughs) So great minds think alike. Yeah. Well, the one of the mixes is very specific. Well, both of them are actually very specific, which I don't know. You're you're close to it. You're three out of five. You're so close to a very specific type of mix. Can you guess Ooh. what it is? Oh no, not the slightest. Oh. Wait, white rappers? No, you. Three out of five of them. You have Albanian very specific, rappers? very specific, <laughs> prolific. Guys who make beats and producers. Mm. Your first three are that. And I'm assuming you guys aren't super familiar with the third producer, the track three producer. No. Harry Fraud or Mayhem Loren? Harry Fraud. Okay. Yeah, because Harry no, Fraud. I've heard the name. Yeah, La Musica, the Harry Fraud. Harry Fraud? Um, uh, he's, he's a more of a recent uh, up-and-coming producer making beats. Uh, I have a... Uh, a mix with like his stuff on it, but like he's worked like that specific style that Action Bronson, I I'm okay with it falling into, is like the Conways, the Bennies. Um, does that make sense? Benny Blanco? No, Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine, um, West Side Gun. Are you familiar with those guys? Nah, RJ. Um, Benny the Butcher, but um. I'm looking at. I know they're Harry all together. They're, they're featured with each other a lot. Yeah, and they both work a lot with Harry Fraud and Alchemist. Conway's Harry last with Alchemist is fucking great. It's so good. Harry Fraud did an album with Sam Smith, the Nirvana EP, which features Disclosure. And now I'm curious about all of this. Yeah, Harry Fraud. If you if you dive deeper into him he's pretty great i'll use a mix with his stuff uh down the road but since we'll we'll talk about him on this mix he's got some the people who he works with is he mostly has worked with currency that's like what got him going um so yeah Mm. oh the other mixtape rare chandeliers action bronson Mm. that you should listen to both those this week and compare them to what you've heard on Spotify because I never listen to him on Spotify because it sucks. Well, yeah, for me, he has to be working with a specific producer. Alchemist and Party Supplies he works with. Yeah. Alchemist on uh, the Alchemist I'm Rare good Chandeliers. With and the Harry Fraud I'm good with. And Party Supplies he works with on Blue Chips and that nah, Blue Chips is the best. Yeah. That one's great. I yeah. know, I'm excited, RJ. I love these songs. I know these yeah. songs. These are great songs. So I'm excited. I, I mean, I don't know them specifically, but I think I probably will when I listen to them. I like this song. Based easy, on the album covers. Easy listening. I would be so... Uh, well, we'll get there eventually with some... There's, like, this other, like, group of hip-hop that I'm assuming you guys would like a lot um, that has that is very, like, a lot like this mix minus the last two, RJ. Because <laughs> it's back to don't quite for, like... I, it has nothing to do with your mix, but in the realm of like the people who are like connected hip hop wise, 
they don't like like I like that Action Bronson is your through line, but like Mac Miller doesn't necessarily line up with Freddie Gibbs, if that makes sense. Mm. They're a little different. Yeah. Right. Hell yeah. I like but, that Mac Miller album a lot. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I'm glad we're finally gonna talk about Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Not yeah, that was there been no Freddie Gibbs song so far? Nah, I've been saving one. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how many mixes I have, guys. <laughs> it's all rap now. Yeah. You just trashed Seriously. all the other ones. It's so easy uh, for me because I discovered new music so constantly. I'm like, oh, fuck. I could just make yeah. a whole mix from this. <laughs> I know I get into that when I'm trying to make a mix with when I'm not listening to new music. I'm like, this is so hard. And then when I find new music, it's like, Oh, so many options. <laughs> like like yeah. when I found the Australia or the Iceland ones, like, right. I've never listened to these guys before, and there's so much cool stuff. Exactly. Like, I can pick from anything. I have no bias. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense that you like Action Bronson, RJ. Makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You got to listen to those other mixtapes. I feel like those really define Action Bronson and the stuff that he... The well, albums that he puts out are not consistent with that. I, well, from what I've heard from Action Bronson and from the style of hip-hop that he kind of runs with, they are not really new hip-hop, if that makes sense. He's, no, but they're not old hip-hop. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a specific sound. It's like when I talked about the other day, like the Hello, My Fellow Youths, it's like I considered Freddie Gibbs for that because he has two new songs that are great now and now a new feature but them and the style of hip-hop that they do in that group there they're not necessarily like the mainstream pushing hip-hop to the new level action bronson's mixtapes are the closest thing currently that we have to like mf doom era like food which is like that sample heavy east coast hip-hop that's like uh lyrically articulate Mm-hmm. but he has a i don't want to say because i love mf doom and i love his delivery but he has a more like radio friendly delivery on that like a more interesting delivery i guess yeah in the way that he raps um he sounds almost exactly like ghostface killer mm-hmm. yeah on not necessarily on the wu-tang stuff but like on have you heard sour soul it's a ghostface and uh bad bad not good i don't think so it's an amazing album or Ghostface album with Adrian Young, The Twelve Reasons to Die. Those two albums, or maybe they made three now, are amazing. Um, I think he did it with the RZA, and it's like like a themed album, but mm. he, he like he has a new style of rapping in a way, and he um, I don't know what it is, but. It doesn't sound like just any of the other Wu-Tang guys doing current music. Like, he's doing something different. Yeah. And it kind of fits into this style of whatever Action Bronson is doing currently. Well, yeah, these guys, with their delivery and their cadence, it's yeah. not friendly. Yeah. In the sense of, like, like if you listen to even, like, Lil Baby, like, he's not aggressive at all. And I'm not saying, no. like, Action Bronson yeah. is overly aggressive, but, like, it's it's a way different tone. Which I, mean, I, 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 I like that you Mosh have it to show. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I like, RJ, that you have a mixture of the last two, which are less aggressive. Yeah. Less aggressive. The first yeah. three. Lesser aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Lesser. Yeah. Are you going to get a high score already from me from this, RJ? You need to know that. 
And I also put the feature in Mike Likes Movies. Hell yeah. Wait, what? There's a movie in here? <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah, you can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Mixtape. Find us on Spotify. Uh, if you want to find the mixes themselves, you just got to search on Spotify, five song mixtape, all one word. And yeah, I'm excited for this next week. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram and send me a message and I'll tell you family secrets. <laughs> send me a message. I'll stroke nine on camera. Whatever you choose. No, I just, sign up. <laughs> you have a business online. Don't tell people. <laughs> oh yeah. Go on. Go on. Go on. Devin's <laughs> stroke nine. Literally, just search on Instagram, stroke nine, and you'll find Devin's page. I need my cookie. (laughs) Finish my cookie, RJ.